Hashtag SAFM Viewpoint. On SAFM. Life in the legal fraternity can be challenging, long hours, a competitive environment, an intense workload, and pressure to meet billing targets can all contribute and certainly do contribute to stress and mental health issues. These various factors lead to legal practitioners' depression and breakdowns at work and at home, compounded by legal practitioners' inability to identify when they need to take a mental break from work or in particular cases. Another is the roles they often find themselves in, trusted with being mediators and lay psychologists to their clients while chasing proverbial hours. Mental health issues in the result among lawyers are notoriously prevalent and legal wellness or lawyer well-being needs to be an essential consideration for law firms, law schools, bar associations, and the legal professional at large. Although many wellness resources and programs are available, many do not focus on the legal industry's unique challenges. Let's have now a discussion with the VP of the Law Society of South Africa, Ms. Eunice Masipa. Eunice, good evening. Well, well, well. The lawyers need intervention, not often said in society, but very true given the unique position they occupy in society. Correct. Good evening and thank you so much for having me. Um, Very important issues that you're discussing here tonight. Well, I suppose what many might miss is the fact that many lawyers do not enjoy fielding a call. Hey, Eunice, very quickly. My employer is saying this, and this is not in my employment contract. What do you think my solution is? Or I'm at the dealership now, and they are suggesting this, that, and the other. What do you think my options are? That supposed quick call that people will dispatch to somebody they know who has a law degree or is a lawyer, how exacting is that? And how do the relationships we have and friendships we keep in many ways take away from us to the extent that it manifests? as the kind of issue we are now dealing with. Forget for a moment the professional aspects, which certainly will be delved into, but even the social aspect of being a lawyer. Um, Look, you know, that is one of the many challenges that we face as legal practitioners. Friends and family members who, I can say, ambush you um, you know, whilst you are busy, you know, with 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 work in the office, um, seeking quick advice, and um, more often than not, because of the relationship you have with the people, it's very difficult to say no um, to them, and you know, you find that you know it def- it deflects you from um, what you are busy with, and affects your productivity. So I think um, you know one thing that we have to we have to be very intentional about as legal practitioners is learning to say know to quick advices that um, friends and family seek from us um, you know they are also one of the contributing factors to legal practitioners having um, mental health issues you know so yes so that is one of um, one of the contributing factors to um, to mental health breakdown of legal practitioners well seeing that now the law society is alive to this and probably seeing numbers <laughs> of an unprecedented kind and nature. What are some of the programs that it shall be embarking on to ensure they protect this critical species in the professional setup? Um, You know, as the LSSA, say, um, we are aware that many of our members are overwhelmed and are dealing with anxiety, fear, fatigue, and so many other social issues. 
So, you know, what legal practitioners should know is that the LSSA is very intentional about, um, you know, our wellness. So we have collaborated with PPS and um, Reality Wellness Group, and we offer telephonic counseling and support. Um, so this professional support is available to practitioners 24-7, 365 days a year. And it consists of unlimited um, telephonic counseling services in all official languages. And, you know, over and above that, because we are also aware of the fact that legal practitioners um, are social beings and, you know, we do have family members and employees. And often this um, these issues will um, infiltrate into our social lives. So this service is also available to immediate family members of the legal practitioner and or their employees. What was the trigger with this move? I mean, what were the issues that you were dealing with or noticing or trends or the nature of the complaints, if any, were coming through? Um, you know, uh, I think, you know, it's in the nature of legal practitioners, you know, um, that we fear to speak out, um, you know, when we are dealing with mental health issues. Um, some of these issues were raised during the lockdown period. You, you know, legal practitioners came forward and um, they sought help. Um, you know, you found that, um, you know, when you're dealing with um, files, um, where, uh, you know, it's time sensitive, you miss, you miss deadlines, matters prescribed in your hand. And, um, you know, these issues were brought to the attention of the LSSA. Hence, we saw, we, we saw it fit to, to initiate um, this important program. And also just to encourage legal practitioners that, um, you know, they should not fear the stigma, um, you know, because more often than not, they believe that if you speak about your mental health, you will be seen to be um, weak, to be in the legal profession. So um, we are just trying to encourage, um, you know, legal practitioners to come forward and make and, you know, utilize the services that the LSSA has um, made available to them. What has the response been like? And I, I would imagine the response would be, mm. well, very important from a law firm perspective because ultimately if somebody is taking time out, what essentially that translates mm. to, to a law firm, they are selling a time-based service. So any time not spent on a matter, it essentially means that there is a loss in terms of billable hours. Now, of course, that eats directly into the profit and the generation of business and service and goodwill and maintaining a reputation of that particular law firm. How has the response been? Has there been any pushback? Or how have they been complicit in ensuring that they lose one hour now to gain 10 hours later? Um, you know, this initiative has been well received by legal practitioners, you know, because it is um, something that um, they have been uh, crying out for. Also, because it is a safe space um, where you know that your issues are being um, addressed um, with the relevant forum and the relevant people who've got the expertise to deal with uh, what you are going through. So um, this initiative has been well received. And also just to note, you know, um, one of um, the, the, the one of one of the mission of the LSSA, you know, is also to protect the interest of the public. So you can mm. imagine that um, you know, if you've got a legal practitioner who's, um, you know, who, who's dealing with mental issues, they will not be able to attend to their matters um, timelessly. They will not be able to be productive. Um, so that will also, you know, it will be a ripple effect in terms of, um, you know, um, 
um, addressing issues of access to justice. So, um, you know, this, this initiative has been well received by the legal profession as well as the public in general, because it also promotes uh, quality legal service. In relation to the advocate's profession, to what extent would you be engaging that part? Because, I mean, we do know that advocates work solely for their own account and even worse in this mm -hmm. regard, they need referral from within the system as opposed to ordinary members of the public making direct contact with them. That makes them that much more vulnerable, wouldn't you say, because they are not employed in a firm setup. So they are their own mm. insurance. Mm, correct, correct. I think in that instance, you know, advocates belong to specific bars. So I would like to believe that those specific bars have got uh, policies that would address issues of mental health. But with regards to the LSSA, we are more focused on the attorney's profession. But I also believe that PPS may also have that service available to, 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 to advocates. Um, as well, but uh, you know, I like I say, I, sure. I I believe that yeah, that the relevant bars would have um, policies that address such issues. The profile of the persons using the service. Can you share more on that? Is it more senior persons? Is it the younger people? If there's a specific gender that is more adversely affected by mental health, to the extent that you can share some of the critical data that perhaps might paint a picture or two for us. Um, I don't have that data with me, um, mainly because, um, you know, when um, legal practitioners access the service, we as the LSSA, um, you know, you know, for, for purposes of, um, you know, it being a safe space, we we don't seek, um, you know, that specific information as to who is who is um, accessing the service. Um, is it a female? Is it a male? How old are they? We don't have that information on us. But um, I believe, um, you know, it is something that we can provide um, in future. Talking about making the profession that much more a place that many might find expression in and i suppose the younger people need to especially be aware of these kinds of services and programs that mm. make it that much more easier for them to not only enter the profession but to remain in the profession so a word that perhaps you can express to young candidate attorneys who often work very hard long hours physically exacting for a pay that when compared perhaps to other professions is probably on the lower side than on the higher side all the while trying to make the kind of impression that after two years of doing your articles, you then go to a meeting where essentially there is, you are retained conversation. What can you say to them? Mm -hmm. um, you know, most importantly, you know, I, I, I always say they need to try and differentiate between what they can control and what they cannot control. Because, you know, when you feel um, out of control and your life is stressful, you will not, you know, you will not be productive in terms of, um, you know, the output of the quality of work that you put in or you put out. Um, and I also say they need to learn how to say no. Um, we, we tend to overcommit ourselves, um, you know, because we want to prove our capacity and that we are able to, you know, to be superhumans and, you know, to, to build many hours. So they need to say, to learn how to say no. And, um, you know, and, and, and also, um, you know, sometimes they, they, they don't do that because of fear of offending their seniors. But I think when you have a good mentor in place and, um, you know, applying the correct uh, principles, 
you'll be able to 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 maneuver the legal profession correctly and you know prevent um, mm. any possible mental breakdown in the future. Well, he is hoping that the legal profession will take stock and certainly be in a position to offer the best advice because a lot of the time when somebody approaches a lawyer, they are vulnerable and in need of help. We certainly can't, as a society, be engaging people who themselves need help but can't. So well done on this wonderful initiative, Eunice. Thank you. Thank you so much, Songke. Ms. Eunice Masipa is the Vice President of the Law.